This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and local sports, exclusively on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City, and streaming online right now at foxsportsrapidcity.com. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show. Here's your host, Nate Brown. A good Thursday afternoon to you. How are you? Thanks for checking in today. We're live and ready to go. It's 4 o'clock in the Black Hills, and it's always a great day in the Black Hills. We know that. The Nate Brown Show is back on live from our downtown studio on Fox Sports Rapid City, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. Check in online, foxsportsrapidcity.com. If you want the video side, welcome into the studio here on Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Twitter, at Nate Brown Show. Follow us there. Watch the show on your phone. And YouTube, The Nate Brown Show. A lot to cover today. We've got a good one lined up, ready to go. Get you set for a football weekend, college football, NFL. Really interesting weekend of the NFL. I, I'm, I'm stoked for Vikings-Packers. I mean, I am stoked for Vikings-Packers. I think that's a great game. Packers, two-point favorites right now. Um, at Minnesota. I'm also really interested Chiefs Cowboys, really interested in that matchup. See when my Broncos are aren't playing, I mean I get to watch some good teams. I'm sorry, it's just a it, it, bad joke today. It's okay. But uh, I am intrigued by some matchups and then I don't have to worry about Teddy and Vic and and the whole thing. Um, Broncos bye weeks. So some interesting games. We'll talk to Lee Sterling about it. Lee Sterling, one of the top handicappers in the country. We're lucky to get him. We started um, during the summer and we tried getting Lee on here. We said, hey, how about football season? He goes on stations, pretty big markets across the country and he said, I'll come on there. Lee Sterling going to give us your sports picks for your weekend in Deadwood. I'm going to head up there this weekend. I'm going to head up to uh, Tin Lizzie, BetMGM Sportsbook. Lee Sterling in Paramount Sports. He'll make some picks, and he's got some big games in his uh, lineup. College football national writer, 24-7 sports, Chris Hummer. He's on the way. I told you I'm pumped for Vikings Packers. we got to get some insight. Matthew Collar, Vikings writer, Purple Insider, drops by. Um, Todd Mackin's going to stop by tonight. He's the president of the Rapid City Rush. The Rush, um, tough one last night. Tough one last night. Shootout loss last night um, against Allen. They try and bounce back tomorrow. And then Saturday, um, big, big deal going on. Actor coming in and uh, theme night, dances with Wolves night uh, with the Rush. We'll talk to Todd Mackin for the weekend. Rush hockey in town. And Jason Hershorn's on the way today. So a packed show. Jason's NFL writer, SB Nation, will hit the biggest games coming up. Jason Hershorn in from L.A. Packed in the Nate Brown Show, brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care. I know it's fall, then we get winter. A lot of bugs going around. I know the cold COVID mess that, that's still happening, but a lot of bugs going around. Black Hills Urgent Care, where me and my family go, open seven days a week. 
Haynes Avenue, Mountain View Road, two locations, Rapid City, Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. Schedule on your phone. You can avoid the wait that way. You get right in. BHUcare.com, the letter U, BHUcare.com, Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. And we're out of the gate on the Nate Brown Show on a Thursday. Throw out the number. Get in today, 720-1067. Your hot takes welcome, 720-1067. The Boss Pizzeria and Sports Bar Sports Line Live into the studio and the Barron's Wilson text line always ready. Text the show. Um, stay anonymous. No, I don't even ask you your name when you call in even. I mean, this, uh, this is an anonymous line. Uh, 720-1067. The Barron's Wilson text line, a way to interact with the show as well. There's a lot to hit today. A lot to hit today. And two major things on the college football front is where I want to start. Um, I'm going to have Chris Hummer on. He wrote a really interesting piece on the college football transfer situation. So a couple of days ago here on this show, I said, I'm looking at these recruiting classes, and I noticed Nebraska's not bringing in hardly anybody out of high school. They don't have any four-star, no five-star, and they've only got nine commits right now, and they're down to 70 on the list. So, So I hit on that on the Nebraska side. And that just wasn't a one-off there. That wasn't just me getting lucky and finding out, hey, what, what's going on? I said, is this going to be a trend, not only Nebraska getting into the transfer portal for players, what does it really look like? And this, this coming out today, we now have a football program, a D1 football program, Texas State, who's going all transfer portal. They don't have any high school guys. There's no, <laughs> there's no high school guys. All the high school players are. What, what's the deal? Um, Texas State w- going full transfer portal with their recruiting class. Okay, they've done that. They've done that. And then you look at the numbers. I was just talking to a guy today at lunch. I was just talking to him at lunch. He said, how many players are going to be in this FBS transfer portal this year? I said, I have no idea. It could be in the thousands. Last year, you look at the numbers, they, they, you see this. 2,646 players went into the transfer portal for football. 2,646. That's 10% of all scholarship players, roughly. 10% of all scholarship players go to the transfer. And by the way, this past year, that was a 56% increase. So we talk about the changing landscape in college sports and in college football, which we, which we hit on right now with the uh, recruiting class being signed here in a month in December. Last year, there was a 56% increase into the transfer portal. And I was talking with this guy. Um, he said, well, at least, you, you know, you got to talk to your coach and, and you got to get the release and, and you got to get that whole thing. I want to make sure everybody's aware that's not the case. Some people have said it's good to ease up on the transfer situation because it was too hard for kids to get the scholarship release, to go to a different school because the coach had all the power. I agree we don't have to give the coach all the power. I agree with that. Should we have any um, discussions at all, or is it just something as easy as, They've done. I can put my name into the transfer portal. I just walk into the compliance office. That's all I have to do. 
walk into the compliance office, say, I'm out, and I don't have to talk to anybody outside of the compliance uh, uh, AD, the assistant AD in compliance, I'm, I'm out. And I do think, whether it's a COVID year or not, I think the, the 56% increase last year, I think you're going to see a big hitter again now, and I think that's just going to be the norm moving forward. I think it's going to be the norm moving forward, and coaches are talking about now. We're going to talk to Chris Hummer later this hour. He wrote a piece on on stuff like this today, the transfer portal with 24-7 sports. He talked to some coaches, and coaches are saying, I've got to recruit the guys that are already here. I mean, maybe they didn't get to play as much. Maybe they're number two, maybe even number three on the depth chart. And I've got to worry about those guys because if I don't have discussions with them, I may wake up one morning and, hey, there's this guy in the portal and that guy in the portal and 56% increase in transfers last year. What's that number going to be this year? Here's another number on the on the uh, front here that we learned. Texas State went all transfer portal. For example, in a uh, program, an entire program doesn't pick up one high school kid. Last year, there were just over 500 fewer high school players signed. When you look across the board, there were just over 500 fewer high school football players signed. That's the widespread use of the transfer portal. And you're going to, well, you hear it at Texas State, boom, they take nobody. Nebraska's cut their uh, situation in half, basically. And you look at how the Huskers are going to do it. I asked this question of the day because I wonder where people sit on it. Um, I was having that lunch discussion today. and You know, this guy, he knows, he knows a ton about things and how it all works. And he goes, no, no, you, you've got to go. You know, at least get your release, talk to the coach and the whole thing. It's, it's, no, no, you don't. You don't. Um, question of the day I want to ask you, where do you sit on this? Where do you sit? I want to get a feeling for it. Do you think a college athlete should at least have to meet with the coach before they bail? Where, where do you sit on it? Right now, it's all open. It's 2,600 transfers going into the portal, and um, you really don't have to you don't have to have meetings. Uh, back in the uh, back in the old days, you had to uh, you know ask for the coach, and it was a lot of red tape, a lot of bureaucratic mess. I don't want that. I don't need that. The coach can decide. I'm not going to release you. I've, I've seen bad stories that way. Uh, this kid wanted to wanted to head out. Coach got an ego. No, we're not going to let you do it. If you don't want to play here, I'm not going to let you play anywhere. I don't like that. I don't want to have that all-powersome all coach, but I do want to have some respect both ways. There's, there's no happy medium anymore. We open up the floodgates, and here we go. And a lot of coaches say this is how it's going to be when it comes to even high school kids getting into college if it's just the norm. Well, some, one coach was referenced today. One coach referenced today. It might just become a trend here where – Hey, I'm going to start here, and then I'm going to transfer there. Do you buy that? <laughs> it just might become a trend. You know how trends happen with young folks. You know, you know how. I don't know if I, I don't know if I buy into it, but you know, look at the college experience. I'm going to go here, and then I'll play a couple of years, or you know, maybe it won't work out, or maybe I just want to go here. No questions asked. I'm in. I'm out, and I'm in again. Um, 
I think there can be a little more of a conversation as we work through things, as a lot of folks deal with in our regular lives at, at workplaces, things like this. You have conversations with, how are things going? Well, what do you think? Maybe we should open up conversations instead of, um, I can put my name in and, and I'm out of here. And by the way, those kids, they don't know if they're going to get picked up for sure. They really don't know if they're going to get picked up for sure. So instead of going back to the old days of coach, end-all, be-all, long arm of the law, I can ruin a kid's life or determine what happens, at least in, the, in that time frame, his sports uh, life, I should say, I don't want to go back to that. I think it's, I think it's okay to have some parameters – Maybe we have a meeting or two. Um, what say you? Do you think a college athlete should have to meet with the coach before they go into the transfer portal? Should a college athlete have to meet with the coach before they go into the transfer portal? Here's the uh, audience reaction. Question of the day. The Nate Brown Show, 720-1067. If you want in, I'll get you in. 73% of the audience says yes, it's much more respectful that way. 73% say the athlete, before they slip into the portal and they're gone, no, nobody knows anything about it, um, they, should, they should meet with a coach before that situation arises. 73% of you say yes, more respectful, I'm with you. 27% say, no, it doesn't matter at all. Listener text 720-1067 on the Barons-Wilson text line. Does the coach have to meet with the team before he jumps ship? See, and that's, that's, always, the, uh, that's always the backside of this. That's always the backside of this is we've seen, you see coaches leave. And they don't have to say much, right? They don't have to say much. That's, that's the backside of it. Um... One coach, as opposed to numerous, numerous players in a, on a roster in a program, to me is a little bit different. I'm not going to say that the kids can't leave. I don't want to go back to can't leave. I want to go back to are kids making the right calls? Because when I see the numbers today, 56% increase in one year of transfers into the portal. 500 fewer high school kids getting signed because why? All the kids are in the portal, and we don't have to go the high school route. How this domino effect, the uh, it, it goes one by one. I want to make sure are the players making the right call because it's so easy. We, we, just, made it, we just made it so easy this past, uh, the past two years. The transfer portal is a phenomenon now in college athletics. That we've never seen anything like it. Coaches having to worry about this player, worry about their roster. Uh, I said, there's a D1 coach that told me, D1 coach, big-time basketball program that told me, I check the transfer portal every day. That's a D1 basketball program head coach. Head coach. Said, I check the portal every day. It's... Uh, it's really creating this dynamic, not only in the college landscape now, changing recruiting there and coaching there, programs there, down to the high school ranks, down to the high school ranks. I think you can meet a little bit in the middle. I think it would be a little cleaner. I don't think you'd have 2,600 kids in the portal. Maybe, maybe, 
Would it be half? Would it be, uh, could you cut off 25%? Because some kids are going in and, and some kids are finding out, well, they're not ending up in the place they thought they would. They put their name in. They go somewhere. Uh, oh, this gets filled. That gets filled. And now I guess, where am I going to go? And did you burn the bridge off of a snap judgment, just a snap judgment? And that's where I see the transfer portal has led us here. Big time uh, difference when it comes to recruiting. It'll be interesting to watch now. we got a month away in December. How many kids in high school get signed? What's the number? Last year, over 500 fewer. And over 2,600 FBS transfers uh, last year. You think you should have to meet with the coach at least before you go in. 73% holding firm. Uh, yes. Really quick, speaking of college coaches, my other thought today, I said, hey, a little double question of the day. Double question of the day. Um, it is, hit us up on this. Mel Tucker's getting ready to sign a 10-year deal. Maybe you heard this last night. Mel Tucker, head coach, Michigan State. He's getting ready to sign a 10-year deal. Going to be the second highest paid college coach behind Nick Saban. Mel Tucker, 95 million, 10 years. Congrats to him. Un <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. His record, 16 and 13. His record, 16 and 13. Would you give any college football coach today? I'm talking today. Nick Saban's getting a little bit older. Would you go 10 years on Nick? Would you go 10 years from today on Nick? I just asked the uh, Nate Brown Show audience today, would you give any college football coach a 10-year contract? Because I think I'm, you know, I feel like I'm sometimes out to lunch. I think a lot of people agree. Anyway, but sometimes I feel like I'm out to lunch going, how do these coaches get these deals? It makes my head spin. I was hitting on that late in the program last night when this first came out, Mel Tucker, 10 years, 95 million, 16 and 13 record at Michigan State. I mean, am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? Would you give a coach 10 years ever? Would you give a coach 10 years ever? 73% um, say no, it's a bad idea today. Vote's coming in. 720-1067. Would you give any college football coach today a 10-year contract? Just to, That's all I want to know. No or yes, you can't lose the great ones. You, you can't lose. 73% say no, it's a bad idea. 10 years, 27%. Pretty small numbers say, yes, I'd go 10 years. You can't lose the great ones. Listener text coming in. Lincoln Riley uh, would be my choice. Maybe otherwise, no, I wouldn't. So he's, go <laughs> he's going all in on Lincoln. Um, and that's one guy I, I kind of threw out. Maybe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it with anybody. Thanks for calling today. You're on Fox Sports Rapid City, and you go ahead. What's up, Nate? How you doing, man? What's up, brother? How are you? You know, I'm not going to talk any uh, college sports because I think that there's too much uh, corruption and, and coalition and all that. That's... You're all into that. You're all into that. I got you. Well, what's on your mind? Well, the Denver Broncos. <laughs> it's, it's a bye week. It's a bye week. No, but we can't take a bye on watching uh, a bunch of trash just being <laughs> thrown out there uh, and pretending to be a, a, 
uh, you know, an entertainment inspectional, like we're supposed to watch all this and this is going to be great. What's your answer? Are you ready to boycott him, Brett? Don't don't call me. You're not boycott Brett. No, well, I was literally born in the Denver. Yeah. My, yeah. I was literally born in Mile High, so I'm wow. not going to... I was. I'm not gonna uh, throw them to the trash yet, but you know. You're frustrated. I, I got you. I got you. I can't handle this uh, this garbage though. When when people are you know you from Minnesota, the, all of the Minnesota, that's the way to go, or the you know <laughs> what the and on the. All right, buddy. That that's. So what I'm just trying to say, though, is like I'm 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 hard to find a uh, a good spot in the in the Broncos games, man. Like these, I got you. I mean, I got, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, I mean they're five and five. Um, I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team. I don't think so. I don't think so. But now you got the AFC West juggernaut coming your way. That's what we got. And, I just, I, I don't even, like, you know, it's okay to be 8-8 eight and eight forever because that's going to. No, it's that's not. It's not. Be, they're going to be 8-8 eight eight forever. No, it's not. But, uh, I can't go what there. What I want to wonder is, can we just have, like, a single uh, player that's, like, good enough to buy their <laughs> jersey? All right, brother. Good to hear from you, Brett. Hey, have a good weekend. Let's come back next week. Huh? Broncos next week. Yeah, I know. It's not going to be next week. It's not going to be the week after. It's not going to be the week after, (laughs) after, after. It's going to be, I'm telling you, we're going to be an 8-8 team forever, and that's going to be the way that we are. I hope not, but it feels that way. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you getting in. Bronco Brett, um, tonight on a Thursday, Talking Broncos, it's the bye week for the Broncos. I kind of, I took a little break on, took a little break on the Bron- <laughs> on the frustration of the Broncos. Um, I don't, I can't take a break on the Vikings. You know, I'm fair and balanced here. I'm not going to take a break on the Vikings. I told you, I'm actually, I'm intrigued by this game. Vikings-Packers, the biggest game of the season for the Vikings by far right now. Four and five. This is this is the make or break type. Hey, can we get back into the NFC hunt? Because some people think the Vikings can get back in that hunt. Can they? Packers are two point favorites. Matthew Collar covering the Vikings in the Twin Cities. This is an intriguing matchup. I'll give you my take on it with Matthew on the way. Your sports, your show. This is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Visit BlackHillsCulligan.com. That's BlackHillsCulligan.com. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. 
Lows level off around 28. Tonight, under partly cloudy skies, winds out of the southwest 5 to 10 miles per hour. Daytime highs approaching 55. Tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun. 33 tomorrow night, cloudy skies. Mid-40s, Saturday, with a chance for scattered showers. Upper 30s, partly cloudy skies, Sunday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 44. Don't let your checking account nickel and dime you with fees. Come on over to Highmark, where you have three different free checking accounts to choose from, all without service fees. You're sure to find a checking account that fits you perfectly. Whether you're looking for a high rate of return, cash back, or just basic checking, we'll make it happen. Learn more at HighmarkFCU.com or stop by any of our branches and find freedom from fees. Highmark Credit Union. We'll make it happen. Count on First Gold Gaming Resort for the biggest giveaways in Deadwood. Every Friday through Sunday, win your share of $8,600 in promo play through Hot Seat Drawings. Every Saturday night, it's First Gold's Lucky Sevens giveaway, where you can win $1,000 cash at the top of every hour from 6 p.m. till midnight. Get in on First Gold's $2,000 slot tournaments on Friday and Sunday, or win a 43-inch Sony Smart TV every Sunday night at 6 p.m. First Gold Gaming Resort, where your first stop on Main Street as you're coming into Deadwood. If you're in the market for a vehicle right now, you probably have noticed it's sometimes hard to find the right one. That's where Summit Automotive Group steps in. Stacy and Matt and their staff working hard to get a great selection of pre-owned vehicles at affordable prices. At Summit Automotive, they have a different outlook on selling you a vehicle. You'll experience stress-free shopping, friendly, honest service with no high-pressure sales gimmicks. Before you buy, drop by East Highway 44, SummitAutoGRP.com. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. South Dakota Sports Talk Show off and running on a Thursday. Lee Sterling coming up. It's Thursday, so we got Leon, NFL college football handicapper, Paramount Sports. He'll make his pick, so you can head to Tin Lizzie, BetMGM Sportsbook, Deadwood this weekend. I'm going this weekend. My wife doesn't know that yet, but I'm going this weekend. she listening right now after school? We shall see. I'll find out here in a minute. Um, Lee Sterling coming up. Paramount Sports on the way, making his picks for Vikings, Packers, Chiefs, Cowboys, and more. Man, this Vikings-Packers game, what do we think? What do we think? Let's go to Matthew Collar. Covers the Vikings every day. How about that? PurpleInsider.com. Just, he started the site really good. Find him on Twitter at Matthew Collar. And he's back on the Nate Brown Show. Matthew, how are you tonight? I'm doing good, man. I mean, this is another game where we're talking about it feels like the Vikings season kind of hangs in the balance. Yes, that's right. I, I, it was like, okay, I said there was some big games earlier, and it, and it just feels that way with Minnesota. Like, okay, the Lions, they had to win that uh, barely. Um, and Zimmer on the hot seat. I mean, it feels like week by week. And now it feels a little different, though, Matthew. It feels like, okay, four and five. Can they get back in a legitimate NFC playoff race? That's what it feels like for this weekend. 
Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, even if you look at the numbers, um, ESPN put out the playoff odds if the Vikings win and if they lose, and there's a huge difference. I mean, if they win this game, then their playoff odds shoot up over 50%, mm. and you feel like uh, you feel like you're in the driver's seat going to San Francisco. Then they've got Detroit, the Bears a couple times. Like, there's a lot of opportunities there. If they lose, then there is absolutely no margin for error. Then you're talking about four and six and just doing the little simple math. I mean, to get above 500 for the season, you'd have to go five and two down the stretch. I mean, that is probably not going to happen for a team that has enough flaws like this. So this game kind of holds the keys to the rest of the Viking season. Okay. Packers defense has been good lately on opposing quarterbacks. How do you think Kirk Cousins can fare Sunday? Yeah, I mean, this is a big concern because the Packers are really good at getting after the passer, and one guy in particular has mauled the Vikings in recent years, and that's Kenny Clark, their defensive tackle. That's going to be the big matchup there, and whether the Vikings go back to Garrett Bradbury as their center or they stick with Mason Cole, who played in place of Bradbury the last two weeks, either one of those guys are absolutely no match for Kenny Clark. So the pass rush up the middle has been a huge problem for the Vikings in years past. Also, Rashawn Gary is practicing this week, so there's a chance he could be helping come back. He has been a monster for Green Bay. And really what, what I see with the Packers defense is that they just have a lot of good players. They have a great pair of safeties. They have multiple players who can get after the passer, including Preston Smith. Dean Lowry's been there a long time. And it just makes it so there's not one player you could say, well, if we double-team that guy or chip that guy or don't throw near that guy, then we'll be fine. They've got good players all over the field. And that's been, you know, really an Achilles heel of the Vikings with Kirk Cousins as their quarterback is if the other team can pressure you, if the other team, you know, mixes up their coverages and has good safeties and, and good corners. I mean, most, you know, good defenses are going to, um, you know, give teams problems, of course, but the, the Vikings have rarely beaten teams with good defenses over the time that Cousins has been here. So I think that that's, you know, one of the major storylines going into this game. Matthew Collar, purpleinsider.com, his site live in the Twin Cities, Vikings writer, Vikings Packers this weekend. Um, Kirk Cousins, I, I get a call yesterday and, you know, listener just hammers him, just just destroys him. He said he's got all these great offensive players around him: Thielen, Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and um, and then I said, "Well, okay, hang on." Cousins, 18 touchdowns, two picks, 104 rating, over 2,400 yards. Um, I've stuck up for Kirk. I understand he's not throwing it down the field maybe as much as he should. I, I think that's a, a rub there. But that stat line: Why are the Vikings four and five? Yeah, there's only one stat that really matters when it comes to Kirk Cousins, and that's the standings. And look, I mean, I, I like to analyze quarterbacks and look at all the numbers and everything else. And, you know, PFF has them graded pretty high, and those box score numbers that you're talking about have been good. And I, I think at times, Cousins has been excellent throughout this season. He's led a couple of game winning drives. He's come through for them. Uh, it's not like they have an abysmal offense, but usually where you stand in the standings of the points are a reflection in the year 2021 of your quarterback play. I mean, this is not the 90s where you're talking about running backs often being the centers uh, of uh, offenses. I mean, it, and so there have been too many games where it's it just hasn't been good enough. I mean, they, they score seven points against the Cleveland Browns. They struggled against the Detroit Lions defense. They couldn't beat Cooper Rush when uh, Dallas was here. And Dallas has a good defense, no doubt, but they more or less no-showed on offense. 
in that game, and then they didn't have enough offensively to put away the Ravens when they got a kick return for touchdown to put them up by two scores. So, you know, I think a lot of that is reflective of the quarterback play. And also, you have receivers, you have coaches who are pointing at Kirk Cousins and saying, he is the reason why we haven't pushed the ball down the field more often. Mike Zimmer basically came straight out and said it after the last game when they did start to throw downfield a little bit more. He said, well, I'm telling Cousins to do it, and he's not really doing it. So, you know, I think – If you take a little closer look under a microscope with some of those numbers, it looks very much like, you know, Alex Smith or something like that when he was at his peak where, you know, the numbers are good and the completion percentages are good, but um, it doesn't always result in being able to beat good teams when you don't have someone who could be a little more aggressive. So I think that's really become a huge storyline around here. Dalvin Cook's had some big years. I mean, uh, there's no doubt. Are they getting enough out of Dalvin? Nice nice game last week. Are they getting enough out of him? Yeah, I'm not so sure that they are. I mean, you know, when you look at especially him in the passing game, that's where in previous years I think they were very good in the passing game. Uh, with Dalvin Cook, the screen game was excellent, and that's something that's just been missing um, for the most part this year. The other thing, too, is, I mean, I, I don't know of a good way to quantify this, but the burst has not been quite the same. He had an ankle injury early in the season, and there have been a few times where I looked at it, a certain play on tape, and said, I, I think that's one he breaks for 75 yards in a past year that just hasn't been quite getting loose um, so far this year. I mean, still, the center of their offense, and when he has run effectively, they've been a great passing game because of that against Carolina, against Arizona, when he was really good. But I'm not sure that it's quite been the same as it has been the last few years. Matthew Collar, before I let you run, how do you see this game playing out? Packers are two-point favorites. Vikings really, really need it. I have a feeling they can get it. How do you see it playing out? Yeah, I mean, I think that they can. I don't know that they will or that I would make that bet. I I think that division games like this for a quarterback and a coach that are so familiar with each other and two coaches that know each other so well, it's just usually these games are really close. And, uh, you know, I was looking at just how the Vikings have played against Aaron Rodgers in recent years, and the times that they've beaten him, they've never beaten him by more than seven points. So, I mean, that just tells you it's usually close games. I'm going to go Packers with the ever-so-slight edge, but they're flawed. Rodgers has missed some practice here this week with a toe injury. Like, things are kind of lining up a little bit for the Vikings, but I can't pick them over a team that has dominated the division for the last three years. Man, the Vikings up and down we go this season. Sitting at 4-5, and five, a win Sunday. It all of a sudden feels like Vikings Nation comes back a little bit. I, I feel that. Matthew Collar's in the middle of it. PurpleInsider.com. He'll cover the game Sunday. Matthew, always great. Thanks a lot. Yep, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. PurpleInsider.com. That's the site. Vikings writer Matthew Collar with the preview Packers Vikings Sunday. Find him on Twitter at Matthew Collar. Yeah, I mean, we have been through the ringer with the Vikings already. Overtime loss here, overtime loss there. Missed field goal Cardinals. I mean, it's just you know, squeaking by the Lions somehow, some way. Just through the ringer from Zimmer's toast. And, and I still feel like, you know, he's on that verge. I mean, I said here a couple of weeks ago, you know, I don't try to rush to judgment a lot. You know, hot, hot, hot takes. Um, Zimmer and Fangio both feel in a lot of trouble here. The, the seat's really, really toasty. Really toasty. 
And uh, now with a win over the Packers and the Vikings, seal, they get to 5-5, five and five, and then you're thinking, maybe they are okay. Maybe they are a playoff team. Maybe. What does Lee Sterling say? One of the top handicappers in the country joins us every week. NFL, college football, his big picks. Paramount Sports, he'll break down the line and the winners. Lee Sterling next. You're listening to the Nate Brown Show. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Nate Brown Show and like us on Facebook by searching Fox Sports Rapid City. Hi, folks. Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. On today's online-only estate auction, we have antiques, collectibles, western books, a couple of rifles, a couple of handguns, and some ammunition. A 2004 Ford F-150 Super Crew Lariat leather-loaded pickup, 2010 Chevy Suburban, a 1999 Honda Civic. Got a couple of horse-drawn buggies, a couple of four-wheelers, and a side-by-side. Auction begins to close 6 p.m. this evening. For more details, go to McPhersonAuction.com. Physical therapy, athletic training, and sports science all at one place. Physio in Rapid City. Dr. Dan Jensen and his team at Physio are ready to help you perform at your best. From the youth athlete to the active adult, trust the team at Physio. Physio offers the skilled, personalized approach to physical therapy and athletic training. Building the best athletes in the Black Hills as the official strength and conditioning provider for Stevens Central and the Rapid City Rush. Learn more at bhphysio.com. Denny Menhold Rapid Chevrolet buys cars. You heard that right. We don't just sell cars, we buy them too. And what we really want is your certifiable vehicle. So if you drive a 16 or newer Chevy, GMC, Buick, or Cadillac with under 75,000 miles, we're ready to pay top dollar and want to talk to you. We make cash offers every day on all makes and models of local cars, trucks, and SUVs. No obligation appraisals, and it's fast and free. Stop by Denny Menhold Rapid Chevrolet or save time and start by visiting our website at rapidchevrolet.com. All right, sports fans, it's finally here. Sports betting is legal in South Dakota, and the place to do it in Deadwood is Tin Lizzie Sportsbook with BetMGM. Whether it's a college football Saturday or an NFL Sunday, BetMGM and Tin Lizzie are taking your bets. Check out the brand-new sportsbook at Tin Lizzie and get the best experience in South Dakota. It's football season, and the official sports betting partner of Fox Sports Rapid City is Tin Lizzie and the BetMGM Sportsbook. Hey, Rapid City, it's Doug Gottlieb. Join me weekdays from 1 to 4 right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports, Rapid City. And now let's get you back to the Nate Brown Show, Rapid City's sports talk show. We're rolling on a Thursday. Thanks for being a part of the program. We're live weekdays 4 to 6 on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show. It's easy to find us. Watch on your phone. Okay, Chris Hummer's coming up. National College football writer, 24-7 sports. He wrote an interesting piece on uh, the transfer portal and the expected situation here this uh, recruiting cycle. We'll get to him. Chris Hummer on tap. we got to get to... The guy we have Thursdays, he's the handicapper. He's the guy you need to listen to, okay? Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Let's talk college football, NFL. Let's make some picks. Paramount Sports, Lee Sterling here on the Nate Brown Show. Lee, how are you? Can't complain. I mean, uh, 
<laughs> Looking forward to Thanksgiving. I, I don't know if I mentioned. I think I did last year, and we talked about it. Um, so we have the Bake Off, the Thanksgiving Bake Off between my two daughters. So oh. everyone, oh. tune in to. Uh, my Twitter handle at Paramount Sports, and about five o'clock your time. Will uh, my oldest always makes the banana cream pie, wow. and then my youngest gets to choose whatever um, pie she wants to make, and I have to pick a winner. There's, you know, it's not like well, that's a hard it's not job. like you say who's your favorite. I love you both. <laughs> uh, there's always a winner and a loser, and we've had some some great wins, some epic upsets, and. Also, some epic meltdowns from each of the girls when they've lost, even even though they're 24 and 22 now. So uh, stay tuned to that next Thursday. I like that. I have two daughters. So I'm going to put that in my future. I better start that How early. old are they now? Uh, 12 and 9. 12 and okay. 9. Okay. I mean, I mean it, it, there's always a plus for me. Because, you know, I love eating desserts. Oh, and, yes. and and I know my daughter's, I think she's been checking with some of her friends of mine. So she's done a blueberry pie a couple times. Oh. And she's won one and lost one there. But I, the, the rumor is that she's coming with a huckleberry pie. Oh, I like it. Yeah. A little yeah. different. I like it. Yeah. Um, hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. We got some football this weekend, yeah. Lee. I'm telling you, um, college football line's really interesting, and you got a couple of NFL games. First, let's start here. Golfers, um, tough, tough last week. Now Minnesota yeah. against Indiana. The Gophers are seven-point favorites. How do you see this? P.J. Fleck, when he's a favorite, does he get it done? He usually doesn't. That's you know, it seems like just his teams thrive when they're an underdog. So uh, Indiana likes to, you know, come up with some different formations, some different looks here. But uh, Minnesota lost last uh, last week, 27-22 to to Iowa. But they outrushed them by 118 and outgained them by 132 yards. I mean, who knows who plays quarterback here for IU. Uh, looks like Tuttle is out. So it might be Penix returning. It's like a revolving door there, and uh, I, I think this, 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 the turnovers here, um, you know, just can't be understated. I think IU is probably going to turn the ball over three or four times, and that's going to be the difference. I, I don't normally do it often, but I'm, sometimes you got to lay it if you want to play it. Gophers, thirty to twenty. Thirty to twenty, covering the number, the seven. Um, this one gets my attention now. Cincinnati, they're on the verge of the college football no. playoff. They're they're there. Um, they almost lost to Tulsa. Should have lost, actually. Should have lost. Now yeah. they're 12-point favorites against SMU, who's pretty good, Lee. What do you see? And they can score. I mean, 40.7 points per game, pretty darn impressive. Uh, Tanner Mordecai, the transfer quarterback. I, I think Oklahoma would, would take him back in a heartbeat right now. I think he's better than the two kids that they have there. And they've got a couple good running backs. They've got three really good receivers. Two or three might make it in the NFL. The key is um, they might be without the best one, Danny Gray. He's a junior college transfer, had a good year last year, but just exploded onto the scene this year. I mean, he runs a, he's almost six feet, runs a legitimate 4-3-40, so he's not like he's a little scat guy. Uh, he's their home run guy here. And uh, uh, the last two games that these two teams have played, Cincinnati has outrushed SMU 438-98, and I think that's key. Just control the ball. 
take uh, the, the air out of the ball, take the fight right out of SMU. You know, game day is going to be there. The crowd is going to be pumped. And I have a couple friends going, big Bearcat fans. I told them, you've got to pace yourself with game day and the game later. So uh, I think the defense, which has had some lapses here the last couple weeks, I think that they're going to come and they're going to play their best game. They have a lot of guys that really fly to the ball. They don't miss many tackles and a bunch of ball hawks in the secondary. Once they get that lead, I think that's where they'll stretch it up. I like the Bearcats, 42-24. Wow. So you're going Cincy over SMU uh, covering the number. Now, here's the Big Ten game. Michigan State, Ohio State. The Buckeyes rolled Purdue. You got it. You knew it. Um, Ohio State's 19-point favorites against Michigan State. Yeah, and, and you, you know Michigan State's blueprint right now to this game. They've got to run the football. The Oregon Ducks did it, ran 38 times for 269 when they pulled the upset. So they got to gain 225, 250 to, to, to probably cover or have a chance in this game. And Ohio State's offense is starting to remind me of Alabama's last year. I mean, the, the quality and the skill positions is scary good. Everyone remembers last year Alabama's offense was unstoppable. Mac Jones, they had Harris in the back. Field, uh, Devontae Smith, they had Jalen Waddle, and this Ohio State team. How about this? People talk about the quarterback, C.J. Stroud, but how about the three receivers? They've combined for 163 catches and 25 touchdowns. And they got two running backs. Might be two of the top 10 or 12 running backs in the country. So I just don't know how you stop it. All three of these guys might be first-round picks, and that's Michigan State's weakness. Their pass defense, 130th out of 130 teams, oh. allowing 329 yards per game here. And the Buckeyes, they've matched up really well with Michigan Michigan State here, covering four of the last five, winning all five. I think they're they're the right side, 47-27. O-H-I-O. He's going Buckeyes. Um, Michigan State got uh, thrown on by Purdue. Got to remember, yeah, Purdue rolled them uh, a little bit too. Um, They think that uh, Purdue's got a passing attack just wait for Saturday. (laughs) Okay, you're going Ohio State. Uh, Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com, making picks. Let's go NFL. These two games I am dialed in on. I really am. Kansas City, Dallas. The Chiefs are two-point favorites. Interesting line, Lee. Yeah, and and I think the first team that stops the other three times, I think they should just declare them the winner. Because right. that, that's all that might take here. So let's look at the defenses. We know about the offense. Both offenses are loaded. I mean, Dallas has Dak Prescott, red hot, C.D. Lamb, unguardable, two running backs, one-two punch, right up there, maybe the best in football offensive lines good and then on the other side Patrick Mahomes finally getting his mojo back they'll have looks like Clyde Edwards Hilaire will be back for this week uh, I mean Kelsey and, and the Cheetah unguardable so the defenses will probably be the de- de- difference here Kansas City's defense they were horrible the first four games now all of a sudden last five games they've only allowed 78 points and Dallas's defense are getting takeaways but without Randy Gregory, they're going to be a little thin on the defensive line. You've got to rotate seven or eight guys. I mean, you've got to put some pressure on Patrick Mahomes because they run the ball uh, so so rarely. And, and it takes a lot of effort to keep rushing the passer every down. So without Randy Gregory, by far their best pass rusher, they've only had five sacks in the four road games. I like Kansas City in the shootout. 
45-40. Wow. Wow. Yep. Going Chiefs. Um, yep. Here's the one everybody's interested in around here. Vikings fans, they're wondering, can we get back in this thing or is it a lost season? They're four and five. Vikings are two-point underdogs. Green Bay, um, what are you going? So I like a lot of things I'm seeing with Minnesota. With, with Dalvin Cook back and when he's firing, I mean, he just rips off 10, 20, 30-yard gains. I mean, he is really good. He makes that offense good. It's tough to, to load up on him. If you load up on him, uh, they can use play action. But this Green Bay defense really improved under new defensive coordinator Joe Barry. Uh, they have the last five teams, the Bears in Washington, not great, but the Cards, Chiefs, and Seahawks, they have shut down. They're only giving up 11 points per game the last five games, and uh, just think that it might come down to a key play here or there, and who do you want? Do you want Aaron Murray? I mean, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers, you want him quarterbacking your team? Uh, That's who I want, and I just think that that right now, uh, Minnesota coaching staff's got to get it done in crunch time. Until they they do it, I just can't back them here. Uh, I'm going to lay the two and a half on the rope. I think Green Bay's the right side here. 30-26. 30-26. to 26. Tough. You're going yeah, Packers. Tough. Wow, all yep. the favorites in your picks. Yep. And you're going with yeah, I don't know if we've them. ever done that. Or at least it's been a long time. <laughs> wow, five games yep. and you're going all favorites. College to NFL. Lee Sterling on. you got a couple of games. Games of the week. You like yep. Oklahoma-Iowa State, that matchup. And you like yep. the Badgers-Huskers. Yeah, I love both games. So they want to get both of these games. Just call 800-400. 9741 will give you both games for free. And we had a rare 40 unit play last week. We rate our plays from 10 to 50 units. We probably average a 40, 50 unit play every four or five weeks. And had last week, we had the Carolina Panthers. They were getting between 8 and 10 points. It went 34 to 10. It was 20 to nothing to start the second quarter. Found another game we think it's going to be a wire to wire winner. You want to get that game? Uh, it will be possibly a 50-unit play. Go to ParamountSports.com. You can get the the last couple weeks of November. We don't call it November. We call it November. You can get the last two weeks of all of our football, college and pro, basketball, and that's college basketball and NBA, hockey and UFC, all four sports, just $297. And I've never done this before. If I don't win my 40- to 50-unit play this weekend, I will give you the entire month of December in football for free. So how do you oh. get it? Just $297. Go right now, ParamountSports.com. Lee Sterling wants the winners. Otherwise, you get yep. that for free. How about that? Yep. Uh, ParamountSports.com. Lee Sterling on a Thursday. Always great, Lee. Thanks a lot. Take care. See you, Nate. All right. Appreciate it. Lee Sterling on the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. He's solid. Love the breakdown. Just love the breakdown. Talking football with him every week. College to pro. ParamountSports.com. You want to start there? I told you I'm going to go to uh, Tin Lizzie Bet MGM this weekend. Have a little fun. Yeah, have a little fun, you know. My daughter has a birthday party in Sturgis. So I'll just drop her off. And, hey, have fun. I'm going to be, uh, no, no, I'm, yeah, okay. We'll put a plan together. Okay, we'll put a plan. It's all coming together. Um, let's go through the picks. If you missed him, Lee Sterling in on a Thursday, ParamountSports.com. His picks, college football. He goes Gophers, seven-point favorites against the Hoosiers. He'll take P.J. Fleck in Minnesota to cover the seven points against Indiana. He likes Cincinnati to cover the 12 points against SMU. The Bearcats trying to stay unbeaten. 
Um, and he goes, Ohio State to blow out Michigan State. He says the Buckeyes will cover the 19 points against Michigan State. How about NFL? I'll make my two picks today. So he takes Kansas City to beat Dallas and cover the two points. Lee Sterling's going Chiefs covering to beat Dallas. And so am I. And so am I. Yeah, I always say, hey, I'm breaking things down. I look at the games. Lee never tells me who he's going to pick. He said, here's the games, and we're going to break these down. So I saw the two games that I'm going to be dialed in on this weekend, Kansas City, Dallas, Green Bay, Minnesota. I said, um, I'll see which way Lee goes. I go Kansas City to cover two points as well. That'll be my play at uh, 10 Lizzie Bet MGM this weekend. And I'm going to go, what do you think, Green Bay, Minnesota. What do you say? Many of you are going to say it's Packers all day, right? It's Packers all day. They're two to two-and-a-half-point favorites. You look at the line. Two to two-and-a-half-point favorites at Minnesota. I'm not, I'm not uh, doing that. This is, the, this is the season for the Vikings. This is the season. And we're going to come back Monday, and we're going to say Kirk Cousins got it done because he's been getting it done enough. I hope the other – Aspects of the game go that way, okay? It's not all on Kirk. A lot of people say it's all on Kirk. It's the season for the Vikings. They play with a sense of urgency. Harrison Smith's back. I think they're going to be fine. I'll go Minnesota at home, not only to uh, stay within two, two and a half. The Vikings win Sunday morning. The Vikings win Sunday in the early time slot. Um, Just check this. When the Vikings are in that early time slot at home, Pretty good. Pretty good. Check that. Check that. Pretty good. Minnesota season on the line. They win. I go Chiefs over Dallas. I'll take Vikings over the Packers. Listener text coming in. Let's catch up on this. Listener text, Nate, if the Vikings lose this home game, I'll bring you a dozen Jerry's Donuts to your studio Monday morning. Well, um, so then I win both ways? (laughs) <laughs> so he's he's on Vikings too, and he's whether he he's gonna put Jerry's donuts on it. He's gonna put Jerry's donuts. Now I'm going Vikings. I'm gonna put a little more than Jerry's on it at the BetMGM Sportsbook uh, Sunday. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that Vikings, but I'll take that. I mean I'm not gonna turn down Jerry's. I love Jerry's. You know we love Jerry's here in Fox Sports Rapid City. Then I what do I have to do? Okay. I'm just going to make sure I put enough down at uh, Tin Lizzie Bet MGM that I'm happy there. And then, okay, the consolation prize, if the Packers win, I get the Jerry's Donuts um, Monday. I'll take I'll take both offers. Quick time out of the Nate Brown Show. Good stuff. Thank you for that. You, do, you don't owe me Jerry's. Uh, let's go Vikings, huh? Let's go. I mean, I told you, I don't like the Pack. I don't like Aaron. This is the Vikings season on the line. This is it. This is it. I mean, it really is. You, you go to four and six, you lose at home against the uh, pack. It, it's, it's lights out. And when it comes to the playoffs, it's lights out. Um, big, big Sunday. Back with Chris Hummer, college football writer, 24-7 sports. He wrote a big piece today on college football. How has the recruiting landscape changed? And he talked to a lot of coaches. This is great insight. We'll break it down next. The Nate Brown Show. 
at Ace Steel and Recycling in Rapid City. Our goal is to make recycling your materials so quick, so easy, and so profitable that you'll become a lifetime recycler. At Ace Steel and Recycling, we buy, process, and ship scrap iron, automobiles, stainless steel, and aluminum, including cans and cast. We also buy insulated wiring, as well as copper, brass, lead, batteries, zinc, and tungsten carbide. Visit acesteelusa.com or give us a call at 342-8649. Ace Steel and Recycling, 2830 Eglin Street, Rapid City. Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows level off around 28 tonight under partly cloudy skies. Winds out of the southwest 5 to 10 miles per hour. Daytime highs approaching 55 tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun. 33 tomorrow night, cloudy skies. Mid-40s, Saturday, with a chance for scattered showers. Upper 30s, partly cloudy skies, Sunday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 44. The Rapid City Rush are back. On November 17th and 19th, the Rush take on the Allen Americans. Then on November 20th, join us for Dances with Wolves Night as we celebrate the iconic movie that was filmed in the Black Hills and Native American Heritage presented by Prairie Edge and 777 Bison Ranch. The game will feature specialty jerseys presented by Sing Contracting. The post-game jersey auction, plus Oscar-nominated actor Graham Greene will be in attendance. Limited meet and greets available by calling the Rush office. Rapid City Rush, next chapter, same goal. 454 Downtown Rapid City is my new place to hang out. Whether it's happy hour after work, date night with your wife, or meeting up with some buddies and watching the game, 454 has it all. 54 taps with great beer from local and regional breweries, wine and hard seltzer, plus some awesome food. 454 is the place. Watch the game in the sports area upstairs, or drop by Wednesday nights for live music and wine down Wednesday. You gotta hit it. 454 Downtown Rapid City. Not all trusts fit in a box. We do our best to um, to put a personal touch on each one and really listen to our customers and make sure that we take care of them the very best that we can. We are going to apply the, the best of our knowledge and ability and care to really analyze our situation and find all the best uh, solutions that we possibly can. We customize what we do to what you need. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Hi, I'm Bill from Wirefree USA, your local authorized direct TV retailer. You wouldn't buy an expensive, high-powered motorcycle and then put training wheels on it, would you? So why would you try to get a beautiful picture on that expensive HD TV by hooking it up to cable? DirecTV offers access to 200 full-time high-definition channels. Ask how you can get your TVs connected to the Internet, and you can get DVR functionality in every room on every TV. With Genie, DirecTV's most advanced HD DVR ever, you have the ability to record up to five shows at the same time. Never call an 800 number again. Call us at 343-3806 or stop by our showroom at 680 North Lacrosse Street, three blocks south of Walmart. The future is Wire Free USA with DirecTV. 24-month agreement required. HD channel count varies by package selection. HD equipment required. Hardware and programming available separately. Additional and advanced receiver fees apply. New approved customers only. Other conditions apply. Call for details. Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate. Well, thank you very much, Dan. I appreciate that. 
<laughs> I've never thanked Dan for introducing me back or Colin or, you know. Appreciate that, guys. Cost me a lot of money, I'll tell you. Uh, Jason Hershorn's coming up. NFL insider. I like Jason, man. He breaks down the NFL really, really well. Jason Hershorn, SB Nation, national NFL analyst. All right, Jason Hershorn coming up. We'll hit on a lot of games in the NFL. Big weekend. Let's go college football right now. 24-7 sports, national college football writer. Covers the transfer portal really well. It's interesting to me. It's Chris Hummer. Find him on Twitter at Chris underscore Hummer. And 247sports.com, his piece up there right now on the changing landscape of college football recruiting in this transfer portal era. Um, Chris, thanks for the time. How are you? Absolutely. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good, man. It's an interesting uh, scenario we find ourselves in. And, and, and you wrote this piece today. I was like, man, I got to reach out to him because I just did an opening segment earlier this week on this show. And I, I was just noticing, I said, a lot of Husker fans around here, Chris. So so we, we follow the Huskers and we look at that. And I said, Huskers are only bringing in nine high school guys. Um, and they're going to go to the transfer portal for a fairly big chunk. So, we're a month away from the early signing period, December, and the Huskers are ranked number 70 in your guys's 24-7 sports, number 70. And I said, the Huskers aren't the only program that are going to go transfer portal. And you basically wrote a piece. I mean, you talked to a lot of assistants, support personnel at a lot of conferences and programs. How's this changing the recruiting landscape here the last couple of years? Uh, I mean, completely. We've seen all high school, we've seen all college recruiting classes, essentially. So all transfers, no high school kids. Um, Texas State did it last year. And I think that was on the extreme end. But as you're talking about with Nebraska, there are plenty of Power 5 teams that are only going to sign like 10 high school kids and they're going to load up on 10 to 15 transfers. And with all the rule changes that we've seen, so the COVID senior rules, the one-year transfer exemption where everybody can transfer once without penalty during their career. Um, We have a new rule where teams can sign up to seven extra transfers to replace seven transfers they lost. So that's potentially seven more spots for schools to sign transfers. Um, It's just made the transfer portal almost like free agency in college football, and teams are adjusting their scouting mechanisms and the way they build rosters because of it. Okay, it's interesting. You got into some of this. You found out um, there's programs that just hire guys to scour and really research the transfer portal. I mean, some programs are doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a pretty crazy thing like two years ago, but there's. I would say right now there's like 40 schools that have transfer-specific departments, and some of them just can't do it because of budgetary reasons, but it's it's definitely a thing like – um, I talked to a Power 5 recruiting director, probably a personnel person, who's got multiple people assigned to the transfer portal every day, and they scout every single player in the group of five um, in preparation for them potentially leaving during the off season, kind of like you would in the NFL. If you're looking at potential free agents, you're scouting those guys. They're doing the same thing in the group of five in the SCS, and they're not alone. Like There are a lot of schools doing very similar things, like Ohio State's got a guy specifically that just scouts the transfer portal, basically. So these schools are 
these schools are loading up, and it, it's just another avenue to build your roster. And the best programs are making a move aggressively to do it because it's an advantage. So last year with COVID, we had a big influx in the transfer portal. Uh, I think that added to it. I do, but I don't think that's going to go away. So we had over 2,600 transfers last year, 56% increase. How do you think that's going to go this year? I would anticipate we see about the same volume. Like there was a ton of, there's like 2,600 kids. As you said, there's a lot, like 10% conservatively of scholarship players. I'd expect to see the same things. You'd think naturally since the pool's smaller, like so many players transferred last year, like you wouldn't see as many. But people forget the max roster size is 85 scholarships. You can't go over that number. But this year the NCAA had a waiver because of COVID seniors that you could temporarily be over that number. But there's still COVID juniors, uh, the guys that were juniors last year when the rule was made. And there's a lot of kids with extra eligibility right now that are floating around out there on rosters, and teams can't keep them all. So conservatively, let's say every roster has 95 players instead of 85. That's 10 players on your roster that you have to get rid of in order to get to that 85 number, which means a ton of those guys are going to enter the transfer portal. Wow. And at least early on, we're, we're seeing that. Uh, I think we have like 400 kids in the transfer portal already. I don't know the exact numbers, but I don't think it was nearly that high at this time last year. Mm. I'm expecting it to be very busy. Chris Hummer, uh, National College Football Writer, 247sports.com. Really interesting piece up today. Uh, runs through a lot of questions with the transfer portal, the recruiting landscape, uh, with a lot of uh, various uh, uh, playmakers when it comes to this in, in conferences. So, Explain this one-year waiver here. It basically, I mean, it sounds funny. Hey, we have all these kids transferring, so can you allow us to get seven more transfers? Explain this. Yeah, so with the 85 cap we were talking about and all the COVID seniors, there is a roster crunch in college athletics. Um, You just... A lot of schools have had issues for years hitting that 85 number because working in concert with 85 is a 25 cap every cycle. So you can't sign more than 25 players a cycle. And because of attrition, which often happens via the transfer portal, when new staffs come in, often they inherit rosters that are significantly short of that 85 number. And it takes them years to kind of get up and get back to that number. We saw that at Kansas. I think David Beatty was working with 60 scholarship players basically his entire tenure at Kansas instead of 85, just like a significant disadvantage. In order to help kind of curb that gap, the NCAA instituted a one-year waiver where schools can sign up to seven additional transfers to replace seven transfers they lost. Hmm. So conceivably this year, instead of signing 25, you could sign 32 total players. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's just going to open it up even more, at least for right now. 500 fewer high school kids signed last year across the country. 500 fewer high school kids. What's this going to do? Are are high school kids going to find spots at smaller programs, meaning FCS? What do you think is going to happen here if the uh, transfers keep taking up the scholarship numbers? That's a good time to be a JUCO coach. It's a good time to be an FCS head coach because those guys are going to sprinkle down that way, and we're seeing some of the strongest like FCS and JUCO rosters we ever had. It's really unfortunate for high school kids. Um, COVID essentially wiped out a lot of their recruitments anyway. And now with the extra year these players are getting in the transfer portal, schools are um, choosing to sign those transfers instead of high school kids, so they're kind of getting left out. Um, I would expect more of them to sign this year. I don't think it'll be quite as high as 500 like we saw it a year ago compared to the 20 
21 cycle or the 2020 cycle, but it's still going to be a pretty significant number of high school kids left out there that we wouldn't usually see in the past because schools are focusing so much on transfers. Do you think overall, Chris, do you get the sense that, that our, our coaches, I know they're adjusting and they're having to, I mean, it's the world we live in. Is it, has it become too easy to transfer? I don't have to talk to the coach. I don't have to meet with anybody except for the compliance office. And I'm in, I had a D one coach. This is basketball. Actually tell me face to face. Um, I check the transfer portal every morning. That's what, that's what they told me. The coaches think it's too easy. I mean, yeah, but I mean, they can leave whenever they want and <laughs> they could do that. It's been going on for years. Coaches, coaches definitely think it's way too easy for a kid to leave. The coaches are surprised oftentimes with a player entering the transfer portal. All it takes is going into the compliance office and asking to be put in and you're in. Like, you don't have to talk to your coaches. So, yeah, I mean, coaches are control freaks. They They certainly want things to be a little more difficult on these players in order to go in, but coaches have had that agency to leave whenever they want job-wise for a long time, and this is kind of the player's version of that. Uh, speaking of coaches, one quick one before I let him run. Chris Hummer, National College Football Writer, 247sports.com. Mel Tucker on the verge of a potential 10-year contract, $95 million. I don't go 10 years for anybody. That's me. I wonder if I'm out in left field here. What do you say to that? Mel Tucker could be the second highest paid coach if they get this signed. I mean, I guess I have two thoughts. One is good for Mel Tucker. I guess that's the market. If you can get paid, get paid, man. Like, absolutely. Um, and in a sport that's so underrepresented in terms of minority coaching, it is good to see somebody like Mel Tucker having that much success and getting rewarded for it. On the other hand, Mel Tucker's record is like 16 and 13 in his career. Um, I think he was 5-7 and seven in Colorado. He had a losing record last season at Michigan State. If he, after one, essentially not even a full good season, one, most of one really good season is yeah. worth $9.5 million a year. It shows how broken the co- coaching salary kind of bubble is. But that, that's the world we live in. And why, why, like, do the, why, do, why do board of trustees or ADs, universities do this? We keep on doing this, and then buyouts are just massive when the, when the program struggles two years from now. How, how do they end up getting these deals still? I mean, it's like a dog chasing their tail, basically. Uh, like, the it takes one school, and we're seeing this at LSU right now, it takes one school to raise the market price on half the elite coaches in the country. And once the price gets raised on them, the next cycle comes around and your coach is in doing really well for the first or second season, they're going to ask for a raise because it's the market value. And then ADs are put in an almost impossible position. I've talked to ADs about this before. They hate it. But agents under this current landscape and in this current marketplace have pretty much all the leverage. And that's that's why these contracts have gotten so out of control. It's wild. It is wild. Mel Tucker on the verge of that deal. He hasn't signed it quite yet. And uh, we'll see how they do against Ohio State. Chris Hummer, 247sports.com on tonight. Chris, always good to have you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. National College football writer, really good piece up there right now. Transfer portal, college recruiting, how it's really changed the last couple of years. There's no questions asked. You know, kids can just get in. You're out. I mean, it is wild. I told you here. You go back a couple of years on this program. Said it's become. It's going to become the wild, wild west. I don't love that. Um, I'm trying to run a program, trying to win, trying to have team first, trying to. That's all just Mickey Mouse stuff now, isn't it? I mean, that's just fluffy pancake stuff now.
<laughs> that's just participation. Award. Oh, that's just, you're just naive. They, there's no more team first. There's no more building a program. There's no more working through adversity. There's no more being there for your teammates. There's no more, hey, if you're not the star, you're nobody. That's, that's what it is now. Right? And, I mean, that's, that's kind of how we're going here. 2,600 transfers last year. Chris Hummer says there's over 400 in right now already. Season's uh, still a few weeks away, regular season-wise, still a few weeks left. He says that's a higher number than, than last year. I mean, at this time. There was a 56% increase in transfers in college football last year. And uh, looks like we're on our way again this year. Question of the day, we've asked it here. Um, do you believe a college athlete should have to meet with the coach before they officially transfer? I just asked that question here, just trying to get a sense for, you know, what is it about being in a program, being on a team, the whole thing? Is there some middle ground that, that we could have, or at least so the kids are making the right call? I'm not saying the coaches are always looking out for the kids. I'm not saying that, but I, I am saying we make snap judgments sometimes. It's the it's the instant um, gratification world today. We we want to go here because it's going to be better and it's going to be this, the bill of goods, the whole thing. I'm not saying the coach can stop you because they can't. They can't. The coach used to be able to, I'm not going to release you. I'm not going to let you go. That's wrong, too. That's wrong, too. I don't like the old time. I just wonder, are there discussions in a program that should be um, happening? I would think so. I would think so. Do you think a college athlete should have to meet with the coach before they officially transfer? They don't as of now. And I bring that up today as I was having lunch with a guy, good sports guy, and he said, oh, come on, they have to meet with the coach. I said, no, <laughs> they don't. They don't. Um, do you think they should? 70% say yes, you got to meet with the coach. 70%, 30% today saying no, that doesn't matter at all. Let me know. 720-1067. Nate Brown Show question of the day on Fox Sports Rapid City. Uh, listener text. Are there less high school kids playing football? Question mark. It seems eventually there will be schools closing down football programs since there's a lack of kids to pull from. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, the haves are going to have and the have-nots are going to continue to struggle here but we talk about it 500 fewer high school kids getting recruited last year but then they end up in the smaller ranks i'm just looking at the fbs these are the big boys those are the numbers so 500 fewer high school kids made fbs last year where did they go fcs juco i i think so i think so south dakota state north dakota state some of these schools are going hey we might be in good shape um, thanks for calling. You're live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. How you doing today, buddy? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. What's up? Right. Well, I don't have any huge hot takes, but a um, couple things. With the whole, like, college football is turning into uh, the model of, like, the Major League Baseball or um, – or NHL, like there's a minor league system at this point. Like yeah, that's yeah. what it's going mean, to turn into. Like the free agents. These guys are free yeah. agents. Yeah, it's like the right? FCS and the JUCOs are going to be like the talent development, and then they'll get called up to the bigger schools. Is what it's going to end up being. <laughs> or, or I said, like high school is like your draft picks. 
Like the high school mm-hmm. kids are your draft picks. Hey, we're going to develop them. Maybe they'll contribute. And then the portal guys are, hey, these are the guys that are free agents. How many can we get? That's, that's what it well, feels like. Yeah, and, and like I say, it's kind of a two-step thing. Like when they come out of high school, they'll go to the JUCO and develop. And then sure, when they're sure. ready, they'll go into the transfer portal, But um, which I don't really like, but it's the, the way things are going. And then as far as the coach's salary goes, it's bonkers. Like I don't know oh, who's nuts. paying for it. Is it the boosters that pay? Yes, yes. Out of like yes. tuition and stuff. Yes, it's, it's the boosters. That's all that's okay. going on there. That's all that's okay, going so, on. So it's not coming out of the kids that are just paying for schools. No, no. But okay. I, I mean, right. it's just, it's still crazy to me. It's still no, crazy. It's still, yeah, it's absolutely nuts. But yeah, <laughs> right, any, anyway, like it, they, they don't bring that much value. But I'm, hey. I'm glad at least there's name image likeness now because, like, I'm okay basically it's a business. Yeah. And if the coaches are getting $93 million, oh. the players should be getting something. Um, <laughs> I, I feel you on that. Um, Vikings win Sunday? Come on, McJetterson. <laughs> Come on. Okay. okay. All right. So what I, I have um, – I'll, I'll say my pick, but I will never ever bet on the Vikings ever. Oh, like I, I just I refuse to bet. Like they, it's like too emotional. They're, they're I so get it. inconsistent. Yeah. They're so yeah. inconsistent. But I, I hope they win. But they're probably not gonna. So. Oh my god, that's a Minnesota answer if I've ever heard one. All right, have a good day, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, that's a Minnesota answer if I ever heard one. Vikings fan. I hope they win, but they're probably not gonna. No, they will. They will. I like the Vikings' chances Sunday. I really do. I really, really do. And I am going to bet on the Vikings. Matt Kearney's looking at me like I'm crazy right, right now. Uh, producer of the Nate Brown Show, Matt Kearney, to my left. He's, he's looking at me like I'm crazy. You know, crazy like a fox. I'm going to make some dough. Let's go. Um, into the drive at 5. Jason Hershorn's coming up, so we'll break things down with him. He's a really good NFL analyst, really good. SB Nation, uh, live from L.A. He's coming up. Jason Hershorn, NFL analyst. First, okay, here we go. Here we go. Two big things coming out of Rob Manfred's mouth today. Rob Manfred, commissioner of Major League Baseball. He told us two things. I love one. I don't like the other. Next. From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 1067 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Purchase your dream vehicle now and wait until next year to make a payment? With Black Hills Federal Credit Union's 90-day no-pay special, it's possible. Through December 31st, make no payment for the first 90 days, plus cash in on low vehicle rates. Ask your dealer about BHFCU financing or get pre-approved today. Apply at BHFCU.com or text or call 605-718-1818. Offer subject to approval. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and NCUA insured. Taco John's just made family fights over what to eat no longer a thing. No, really. Behold, the new family pack in a pound. Four savory soft-shell beef tacos, two huge beef meat and potato burritos, and a pound of crispy potato Olays for only 16 bucks. And just like that, everyone's satisfied. And all it took was an easy trip through the drive-thru. The new family pack in a pound. Taco John's. Bigger, bolder, better. Download our app for exclusive deals. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT Rapid City. This is the Black Hills Sports Station, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. 
All right, guys, if you need a haircut, the one place I go every time is the Man Salon. And there's a reason for it. They just do the best job. You get a great haircut with your personal stylist. I can watch a game or whatever I want in my own station. Then I get shampoo, hot towel, shoulder massage, all at a great price at the Man Salon. Two convenient locations for you at Rushmore Crossing and on West Main. The Man Salon offers a military discount for active and retired military. For your next appointment, just book at the Man Salon. If you have a Mercedes, Audi, Porsche, BMW, Volvo, or any other high-end import, you might think you have to take your car to Denver or further for service. Hi, this is Martin from Al's DNI Repair. Don't plan your life around taking your car for service in a town 400 miles away. Bring it to Al's DNI Repair. Our technicians are trained to work on those complicated cars, and we also have the tools and equipment so they have everything they need to make sure your car is working perfectly. Call Al's DNI to set up your appointment at 348-1447. Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Get in the herd weekdays, 10 to 1, 1067 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City. show busy on a thursday as you might expect right a lot to cover today a lot to cover great guests coming up jason hershorn's in next nfl analyst sb nation live from la jason breaks down the games really really well big fan jason hershorn's gonna break down chiefs cowboys yes hackers vikings yes i'm dialed in those are the two games i'm gonna See if I can win some money on. I might pull out a little bit, uh, a little bit more. You know, I was gonna be careful because I always have the Broncos usually, and the Broncos aren't playing, so I'm, you know, kind of a sane person this weekend. You know, not too emotional. I'm taking Vikings over the Packers. Give me it, give me it. I'm taking Chiefs over the Cowboys. Chiefs over the Cowboys from a Broncos fan. So you know I'm objective. You know I'm objective. Um, we'll get to Jason Hershorn and see what he thinks straight ahead. I want to get to this really quick. I know it's a lot of NFL, a lot of college football, you know, stuff right now. I want to touch on this. Major League Baseball's Rob Manfred just uh, had a big discussion today because the owners and the players' union and the whole thing, they're getting ready to uh, keep on bargaining here. Okay. They had a bargaining session yesterday. The MLB Players Association and the league, they had a bargaining session. Okay, How's that going? Um, December 1st is the expiration of the bargaining agreement, the one that's in place. We haven't had a work stoppage in Major League Baseball since 1994. That was a bad one. That was the strike. World Series canceled. Ugly, ugly. Major League Baseball can't have it. That was in the heyday in the 90s of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball is kind of like, yeah, we got to we gotta get some things figured out here. Don't they think that? Because they don't want to get in that mess again. Well, we learned two things. Rob Manfred was talking about the bargaining session and the upcoming future of Major League Baseball. And he tells us today two things, Commissioner of Major League Baseball. One not a big fan of because he's he's already telling us it's lights out. He's not saying for the season, but he's saying, um, I think an off-season lockout that moves this process forward with the players 
is different than a labor dispute where we miss games. Mm, boy. So December 1st coming up quickly. We know that, right? So that was a quote today. That was a quote. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to say it's lights out for games and, and a strike for the season, but he's he's given us already a deal here. An off-season lockout, Major League Baseball off-season, meaning like December, January, February, before we get started spring training. He says that off-season lockout might move this process forward. That's different than a labor dispute. And he says, I've gone through this before, and we're going to get, you know, blah, 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 blah. So he thinks Major League Baseball's 26-year streak of labor peace, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. By the way, that's been a pretty nice uh, run there, 26 years. The labor peace, everybody's fine, but we had ugliness last year. Players complaining about this. Owners not opening up their books. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. Owners making all the money. Players not making enough money. And guess what? Fans don't like that. So I'll tell you this. I don't like the uh, little admission here that we're getting ready for an off-season lockout because he's already trying to set the tone. Hey, don't panic. Don't panic. But here it comes. So a few weeks from now, we're all going to be so thankful next week. Thanksgiving, we're all thankful. And then baseball is going to say, we're not thankful about this, this, this. So here comes the lockout starting December. So so I don't love that because I don't know if that gets any better. I, I don't know. We shall see. It all depends. Again, owners have a ton of money. They have a ton of money. Are they okay with missing some games? Maybe. But again, owners have a ton of money because they don't like losing money, right? <laughs> so maybe they'll maybe they'll work on something. The one thing I, I I love out of Rob Manfred today, number one on the owners' meetings. This comes out a huge subject at the owners' meetings today. The adoption of a pitch clock in major league games increasingly inevitable. Hmm. The adoption of a pitch clock in major league baseball games increasingly inevitable. Big words there. Big presentation done yesterday by the league's competition committee. The competition committee did a big presentation to the owners. Now, this is this is the owners, but they did a big uh, presentation, and it highlighted. Here's what they found over their um, study of the pitch clock they've been doing in the minor leagues and some of these minor leagues. It has shaped off consistently between 20 and 30 minutes. A pitch clock, just a pitch clock. That wasn't this change or that change or we're going to make this pitcher face so many batters or, or whatever. It was a pitch clock that can shave off 20 to 30 minutes in a game. And I'm in on that. That That's significant, but it adds to the game. It adds to the suspense, a little bit of sense of urgency. It adds to the game in play. I like basketball with a shot clock. Do you? I love basketball with a shot clock. There's a reason I like watching the NBA. It, the 24-second shot clock, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's quick. Boom, boom, bang, bang. It's good stuff. High school basketball with a shot clock, much, much better. Much, much better. You know, you don't have to sit on the ball and you have to waste the time and the whole thing. Shot clocks are good in basketball. Pitch clock in baseball would be outstanding for me would be outstanding. And the adoption of a pitch clock in Major League Baseball, they say after the owner meetings yesterday, looks like a very, uh, well, a priority. A priority. We'll see where this all goes. Um, last but not least, 
The Tampa Bay Rays made a proposal yesterday at the owners' meeting. Guess what they want? The Tampa Bay Rays. They're serious. They made a proposal. They want half the season in Tampa and half in Montreal, Canada. <laughs> at that time, I would have went. I would have ate my vegetable medley, and I would have went. I'm out. I'm out. We're back with Jason Hershorn, NFL analyst, SB Nation. Let's break down Vikings, Packers, Cowboys, Chiefs, and more next. You're listening to the only live and local sports talk show in the Black Hills. The Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company reminds you fall is not the time to be backing off on your lawn care. In fact, it's a very important time of the season for your lawn. First off, fall is the most important time to fertilize your lawn. We recommend Warren's Best Lawn Fertilizer. It's specially formulated for Black Hill soils. Fall is also a great time to get control of those lawn weeds with the right lawn herbicide that you need for fall weed control. Or you can call Warren Chemical for custom application. Give us a call. Warren Chemical and Equipment Company, 342 Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Lows level off around 28 tonight under partly cloudy skies. Winds out of the southwest 5 to 10 miles per hour. Daytime highs approaching 55 tomorrow, a mix of clouds and sun. 33 tomorrow night, cloudy skies. Mid-40s Saturday with a chance for scattered showers. Upper 30s, partly cloudy skies Sunday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 41. Black Hills Community Bank wants you to know that now may be the best time to refinance, purchase, or even build a brand new home. With rates this low, Black Hills Community Bank is well positioned to be your local partner. They are your home loans bank with local originators, underwriting, processing, and closings. They challenge themselves to close every loan on time. This may be the time to think about home ownership or refinancing. With Black Hills Community Bank in Rapid City and Spearfish. Online at bhcbank.com. Member FDIC equal housing lender. It's Honda's Certified Dream Deal Sales Event. Up to an additional two years, 50,000 miles comprehensive warranty, plus certified Hondas come with seven-year, 100,000-mile powertrain coverage, free oil changes your first year, and 24-7 roadside assistance. Plus, at Denny Menholtz Rushmore Honda, we buy cars. Vehicles are in high demand, and due to limited inventory, your vehicle has never been worth more. Stop by Denny Menholtz Rushmore Honda and either sell or trade today. Located off I-90 on East Small Drive in Rapid City. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in. Your sports, your show, the Nate Brown Show, live Fox Sports Rapid City. Thanks for checking in. However long you spend with us, we appreciate it. We're live weekdays, 4 to 6. Two hours of thought-provoking sports talk and the biggest national names to the local sports newsmakers all right here. Hey, remember, the podcast is always out there as well. You can download it, listen at your own convenience. Sometimes you can't catch us live or all of the show. I get that. The Nate Brown Show podcast. Get it where you get all your podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. It's all there. The Nate Brown Show podcast. It'll be up there tonight. Jason Hershorn, one of my favorite NFL guys. Love talking NFL. NFL writer, SB Nation. 
Jason Hershorn joining the Nate Brown Show, Fox Sports Rapid City. It's a big week, man. Some big games. Jason, thanks for the time. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I've, I've got my eye on a couple of games right away, so I, I kind of want to break down from you. Um, I'm taking the Vikings to beat the Packers. This is Minnesota's season on the line. It really is, meaning can they get back in the mix and, and get an, an NFC playoff hunt? Um, I think the Vikings will get it done. How do you see that matchup with Green Bay at Minnesota? Well, the Vikings get some advantages this week that they haven't had in some time. Harrison Smith, their star safety, comes off the COVID list. There's also Patrick Peterson coming back. Even even if he's rusty, having Patrick Peterson there is certainly going to help that secondary as they try to slow down Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and that offense. The thing that makes this game different than I would have thought maybe four weeks ago is that that Packers defense suddenly goes from being a, a you know a, not a plus, not a minus, to sometimes even a, a big minus, depending on the matchup, to being a unit that's played maybe not the best defensive football in the NFL, but some of the best defensive football over the past three weeks. They completely shut down Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. They did a very good job against Patrick Mahomes the week before and a very good job again against Kyler Murray, who's an MVP front runner. So that unit is capable of causing a lot of problems, especially for offenses that like to take shots down the field. And that Vikings offense, in terms of the passing game, like to do – it's almost like the, the – Golden State Warriors of football. It's a lot of very short passes and then a lot of stuff down the field, especially to Justin Jefferson. has been a big change in their offense this year. That defense is capable and has shown a willingness to stop those deep passes and force the opposing offenses to take their time, express patience, and basically take little nibbles as opposed to taking the big strikes. That's not usually the way the Vikings offense operates in the passing game. Not that they can't do that, but it's going to be a change for them, and that's one of the things we should really look forward to or really pay close attention to this Sunday. It's interesting. Packers defense, are you a buyer on them? They've played well the last couple of weeks. I didn't think I would be, but I'm starting to get there. And they've been doing this without their best players. Darius Smith, their top pass rusher, has basically not played this year. Jair Alexander not just their best corner, one of the best corners in the league, has not played since week four. And they're putting rookies out there. They're putting you know, free agents that they signed in the middle of the season out there. And the unit has really come together. That scheme, the, the concept borrowed in part from last year's Los Angeles Rams, which themselves are borrowed from Vic Fangio, those things have really done a good job with the talent that's there. They're not making as many big mistakes. They're among the best defense in the league to preventing explosive plays. Those things matter in the NFL now more than ever. So especially as some of these star players start to return, I and mean, it's not going to happen before Sunday, but we're going to see that in the coming weeks, I think that defense is going to be able to sustain this, or at least some modicum of this. And if Aaron Rodgers that offense – you know, reaches the ceiling that we know they're capable of, that could be the most dangerous team in the NFC. Packers-Vikings always has been tight lately. I mean, it has been tight. Minnesota really needs it at home uh, Sunday. That's the early game. Late game, primetime hitter. Um, Chiefs-Cowboys. I'm going Chiefs here. Both defenses, uh, you know, sometimes a little suspect, sometimes. And both offense high-powered. What do you think is going to happen, Chiefs-Cowboys? Yeah, the same way we were just talking about that Packers defense keeping big plays off the field, the Cowboys have done a pretty good job of that over the course of the season, but 
they haven't done as good of a job of that lately. And a lot of their success, it seems pretty clear in retrospect, was based on forcing timely turnovers. And it's great when you can do that, but no defense can do that for an entire season. You have to have other things going for you to sustain defensive success. And, you know, those incredible interceptions they were getting from Trevon Diggs, that's that can't still happen. But it's not happening every week, right? And we're not getting those you know, touchdown returns. Now the Chiefs offense, which have been making a lot of untimely turnovers, they're starting to turn that around too. So I think you're right. I think there's going to be more problems for that Dallas defense than there are for the Kansas City one, even though it's been so bad over the course of the season. Now that Cowboys offense should not be understated here. They have been highly, highly successful. They've probably been the best offense in the NFC, at least when Dak Prescott has been under center. And for that reason, I don't want to discount them because that offense can win in a number of ways. It is really, from a schematic standpoint, the most impressive offense we've seen in the conference this year. Dak Prescott looks healthy again. I mean, that running game, it's not just Ezekiel Elliott anymore. They have Tony Pollard doing a very impressive job, both in the running game and as a pass catcher coming out of the backfield. So I think there's a chance there for, for Dallas to hold them off. But the Chiefs are probably getting underrated a little bit because of their very slow start. Patrick Mahomes is playing very well right now, and when he's playing well, they're very difficult to stop. Chiefs two-point favorites against Dallas um, Sunday in the late game. Jason Hershorn on NFL writer SB Nation. Find him on Twitter at by underscore JBH. A good follow. Um, are you believing in the Patriots here? A lot of hype this week saying, oh, look at what the Patriots are doing now. Belichick's got it figured out. Mac Jones is the real deal. Patriots can make a run in the AFC East. Can they? Well, they can, and I think it's proper to think that they could be maybe not Super Bowl contenders, but a team that could go reasonably far in the playoffs. But we are probably getting a little ahead of our skis right now. Earlier in the season when they were losing games, they were not losing by much. The defense was playing probably better than it was given credit for. And Matt Jones was you know, making rookie mistakes, but showing a lot of potential. Now we're kind of seeing that slightly flip the other way, right? Like the offense is opening up a little more. We're seeing Matt Jones. He's a very decisive young passer. They're taking advantage of that. At the same time, I don't know really how much more that offense can go with the personnel that they have. I think a lot of people are expecting that offense to continue to take big steps over the course of the season. That's not necessarily impossible. I just don't see how those steps are terribly likely, again, with a rookie passer. Mac Jones has been very impressive, and I don't want to understate that, but this is also an infrastructure that's not really problematic for a rookie passer in the way that some of the other ones have been for Justin Fields, for Trey Lance when he was available, those sort of things. So I think a lot of people are getting excited about Mac Jones in a way that I'm not sure is totally sustainable in the scope of 2021. I think he can do a lot of these things, but I don't think he's going to be able to do as many of them as we saw the last few weeks when he's really started to get that Patriots offense revved up. You think the Bills still the team? Yeah, the talent is just too too much to deny, right? Like, Josh Allen certainly is capable of bad games. That was always the case with him dating back to his time at Wyoming. But you, you look at what that offense has. Well, the offensive line is mostly right. It's not a great unit, but it's one that can get the job done. You look at the weapons that are around Josh Allen, and you look at the approach they take. It's, it's a team that doesn't run the ball a lot but knows how to supplement that with short passes, with, with RPO slants, things like that that are able to really keep defenses from, you know, holding, you know, queuing on the deep passes. 
Mm-hmm. For that reason, I think we're ultimately going to see them get about to what their ceiling appeared to be before the season. And that's a team that can win the AFC because the defense, even if it's cooled off a little bit from the top start, is still a very robust unit. And I don't know that there's many defenses in the NFL, not just in the AFC. They're going to be able to contend with that unit at full strength. Jason Hershorn on today. Some big games. we got a couple on our docket. Vikings Packers leading it off Sunday around here. NFL writer SB Nation will follow on Twitter. Twitter at by underscore JBH. Jason, always great. I appreciate the time. Anytime, Nate. Appreciate it. Jason Hershorn, the Nate Brown Show, NFL analyst, writer, really good breakdown, SB Nation. Find him on Twitter, a good follow at by underscore JBH. Jason Hershorn live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Oh, man, Sunday. Sunday. This is a good one. Good one today. My Broncos aren't playing this weekend. Um... So I, I, I'm kind of intrigued. I'm going, wow, there's other teams to follow. No, I, I follow everybody, right? Right? But I always got to check in on the Broncos. I got to stay dialed in on the Broncos. And I get a little reprieve this week, a little break uh, from check down Teddy. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll give you a break, too. Sorry. Uh, coming right back with Todd Mackin tonight on the Nate Brown Show, president of the Rapid City Rush. The Rush are in town this week. Tight. Tight game last night against Allen. They've got two more against the Allen Americans tomorrow, uh, Saturday. Saturday's a big night. Let's have Todd on to tell us what's happening for Rush Hockey Saturday night. That's next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show, streaming live at FoxSportsRapidCity.com and right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM, Fox Sports Rapid City. Hi, folks. Kevin McPherson, McPherson Auction Company. On today's online-only estate auction, we have antiques, collectibles, Western books, a couple of rifles, a couple of handguns, and some ammunition. A 2004 Ford F-150 Super Crew Lariat leather-loaded pickup, 2010 Chevy Suburban, a 1999 Honda Civic. Got a couple of horse-drawn buggies, a couple of four-wheelers, and a side-by-side. The auction begins to close 6 p.m. this evening. For more details, go to McPhersonAuction.com. Get away from it all in the great outdoors for lasting family memories with a new or pre-owned RV from Dakota Discount RV. We make your RV experience fun and easy by providing you with a quality recreational vehicle, competitive pricing, and professional sales and service. Our large inventory of fifth-wheelers, travel trailers, toy haulers, and live-in horse trailers allows us to save our customers thousands of dollars compared to most dealers. Stop by and see us at Dakota Discount RV, 3330 East Mall Drive across from Cabela's and on JB Road, Black. Retirement may seem far off, but the sooner you start a fund, the more dough you'll have when it's time. And while the future of Social Security may be a little iffy, the security of a career with Country Hearth is a recipe for success. Country Hearth is a third-generation, family-owned bakery that's been around for over 100 years. Along with great pay and benefits, there's a lot of opportunity to grow and rise within the company. With openings in production, maintenance, shipping, delivery, and sanitation, you're sure to find a career that fits your skills and schedule. Find out more and apply today at CountryHearthJobs.com. Chatting with Brian at Anytime Auto Sales. I know you're a AAA and ASE approved repair facility, but really, what's that mean? It means we've passed all the national requirements to be an authorized AAA automotive repair facility, plus our mechanics have passed thorough testing in all of the disciplines of auto repair to achieve their ASE certification. Impressive. So from simple oil changes to electrical issues to around-the-wheel repairs, we fix most everything, and we'll do it for you at an affordable price. You've got a one-stop shop. Absolutely. Plus, we carry over 30 brand-name tires. We have deals as good as 
anywhere. 10% off our Duralast Pro Power Ultra batteries, a five-year battery with roadside assistance, and flat out the best brake deal around at just $299 per axle with new pads, rotors, and a lifetime warranty. Whoa, come on in and see Anytime Auto Sales Service in detail, folks. The place to trust your complete AAA and ASE certified automotive repair specialist. See Anytime, Anytime.com, and of course at the corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota. The South Dakota Lottery knows you're getting flooded with over-the-top holiday shopping ads. So we'll just give you a subtle reminder that our holiday scratch tickets are easy, affordable, and jolly good fun for everyone on your list. So if it crosses your mind, give holiday scratch tickets from the South Dakota Lottery this year. Everyone gets scratch tickets. Good fun. Must be 18 to play. Please play responsibly. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. Welcome back in South Dakota Sports Talk Show. Fox Sports Rapid City, the Nate Brown Show Live. What a great guest tonight, man. We've been rolling. We've just been rolling across the board. And uh, I'll tell you, it's interesting. The Rapid City Rush keep on coming up with new ideas, new promotions, exciting. I like it. Fresh, right? And that's what's happening this week. A tough shootout loss last night. I mean, that was tough. Rush scoring five goals. They can't quite uh, get by the Allen American 6-5 last night. Tomorrow, another chance. Tomorrow, and then Saturday, Rush Hockey at the Ice Arena. Home Rush Week, we know that. President of the Rapid City Rush, Todd Mackin. First time on the program since the season has started. Todd, always good to get you on. How are you? I'm pumped. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. So so you're pumped. I'm going to ask you. Season just got going. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. You want to get on the right side of the winds here. How do you uh, see how things have started for you guys? I think we got to get better. I think we know that, um, and I think we're working on it. Um, I think last last night was a uh, step in the right direction uh, offensively, but but we've got to get better, and that's got to be a win. So um, we we know that we're working on it. We're continuing to improve every day, and and uh, looking forward to uh, a good weekend of hockey. As we are uh, exciting weekend of hockey. Allen's always great to have in town. You guys got a promotion Saturday. I'll get to that. I want to get your read on Scott Bird. I've had him on a few times. Um, I like the way he breaks things down and um, his approach. What is your biggest uh, thing you've noticed about head coach Scott Burt? You guys brought him in, and, and uh, what do you like about how things are being directed there? Well, Scott worked a long time to get to this opportunity. Um, he was an assistant for a long time in our league. He was an assistant in the WHL. Uh, he's learned a lot of different things from a lot of great coaches. Uh, and I think he is the kind of analytical thinker that we're looking for. Uh, someone that I know we will never get outworked on the bench. And I think uh, he's going to get better and better, too. You know, we are a developmental league. And our goal is to put take, take players to the next level, to take coaches to the next level, and to take our front office staff to the next level. And hopefully along the way we win a lot of hockey games and, and uh, have a lot of fun opportunities for our fans to come out and enjoy, enjoy some great hockey in this market. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited about the future with Scott. And uh, I think Birdie's doing a great job of, of leading this team, and, and I think the best is yet to come from him. 
I want to ask you, um, you guys have a new coach, new chapter here, new players. I mean, a lot of new players, some some ones we've seen here before, but and now some, some new things going on. Saturday, Saturday, Allen's in the ice arena. It's the Dances with Wolves theme. Big thing, Graham Greene, actor, great actor, uh, coming to town. Where, where did this start? Where did this promotion and this idea start? Well, I think we wanted to uh, look into the heritage of, of the Rapid City community. And, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, a lot of uh, people around this community uh, speak to is it was uh, Dances with Wolves and the movie and how it was filmed here and uh, how it portrayed uh, the Black Hills and, and, and how a lot of the people here uh, are extras, were, were extras in the movies and very involved in it. And I think there's a lot of pride behind it. Uh, and we wanted to also integrate that with uh, Native American Heritage Month. And I think, uh, you know, today we had um, a, a local Native American come in and kind of speak to our team about and, and educate them, really, on the different culture. And I think we could all do a little bit better job of understanding each other and educating each other. And, and I think that's one of the things that we wanted to do. Uh, when these guys come in town, we not only want to make them better hockey players, but we want to make them better men. And I think this was just a really nice opportunity for us to incorporate all of those things and, and really highlight uh, some of the really cool pieces of the Black Hills. Okay, interesting. So that's some insight on what happened today. Um, and now Saturday, you know, I just mentioned Graham Green, actor in Dances with Wolves. You guys are doing, you're bringing him in. And then you, you're going to have a, a jersey giveaway as well, special custom jersey. Um, talk about the fun Saturday night. Yeah, so Graham's coming in town, which we're pumped about. Um, he was he was great in the film and is very excited to come back to the Black Hills. So we have an awesome opportunity for a meet-and-greet with him in the club level on, on Saturday. On Friday, we have a meet-and-greet with him at Prairie Edge. Um, 777 uh, Bison Ranch is, is a great partner of ours, and they've been very excited to get behind this initiative. So a lot of opportunities to meet him. He has very, very fond memories of Rapid City and, uh, and on that film. And, and I think we really want to show him a great warm welcome and show him how important that film was to this community and, and how great he was in it. So we're excited to have him back. He's been in a lot of different things. Most recently, he was in Longmire and some other things. So yeah. you've seen him all over the place, and we're, we're pumped to have him in market. We also brought back Winston Daychief, who is a fan favorite and a captain of the Rapid City Rush. Uh, to, to be a part of that meet and greet and be a part of the community um, for the next couple of days. He's, he's super jacked up to be back here. So we're really trying to pull out all the stops to make this a really impactful night. Uh, I think Graham's uh, been, been excited about it for like two or three weeks. We've really been hearing about him. Uh, he's getting into town tonight, and we're, we're just pumped to have him here. And hopefully Rapid City will give him a warm welcome. Tickets available, rapidcityrush.com. You can get them there. Um, Great night. Dances with Wolves Night Saturday, Native American Heritage Month, and the Rapid City Rush partnering, uh, bringing in some celebrities. It'll be a fun night. And, by the way, hockey. I mean, it's hockey, so some entertainment. Tomorrow, Saturday, uh, Saturday, the big night, Dances with Wolves Night. Um, the Rush against the Allen Americans. Todd Mackin, Rapid City Rush president. Have a great weekend, Todd. I appreciate the time. Hey, Nate, thank you so much. And, and you did mention the jerseys. I did want to really touch oh, yeah. on that real yeah. quick. We've had some Native American leaders help us design them. They're really cool. They're on our social media if you want to check them out. And then the proceeds from that are going to go back to Remember, um, which is a great organization that helps uh, Native American youth. Um, and so I, I think it's, a, it's an awesome uh, cause. We really want to get as involved as we possibly can. And thank you so much for the support of the Rush and the support of this event, Nate. Yeah, that's great. I appreciate that. Good mention. Uh, Todd Mackin, president of the Rapid City Rush, on tonight. Um, dances with Wolves Night, Saturday night. A lot of things going on. Graham Green, actor. 
Um, Winston Day Chief, I love that. I love that. And uh, you got the custom jersey um, auction, custom jersey auction uh, to benefit, remember. Um, Todd Mackin tonight, that's Saturday, Rush Hockey a couple of nights. Tomorrow, they'll try and get back in the winning ways against Allen. And then Saturday, uh, we expect a big night at the Ice Arena. Talking Rush here on the Nate Brown Show this Thursday. We come right back with who's hot and who's not. Let's wrap up the program tonight. Okay, I got a couple of things. Hang on here. You got to hang with me. There is a hockey team that is in disarray today. This hockey team's close by. It's not the Rush. Rush, we're, we're good. We're, we're solid. This hockey team, it's close by. I've never heard anything like this. It's in disarray. Players, I think, I uh, just saw this a couple hours ago, they're going to boycott their games. They're going to boycott their own games this weekend. We'll get into that. And uh, I got to tell you, there's somebody that was picking and making bets of who's going to win the Major League Baseball awards. They gave out Cy Young yesterday. They just gave out the MVPs today, this afternoon. This guy bet $30,000 and just won a million bucks. I'll tell you how next. This is the Nate Brown Show. Dale's Tire and Retreading has been providing quality brands of tires and excellent service to the Black Hills area for over 50 years. Dale's Tire sells tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, agriculture, construction, and more. Dale's Tire has what you need when you need it and offers appointment times to get you in and out faster. See the experts at Dale's Tire and Retreading. Two convenient locations in Rapid City, 691 Deadwood Avenue and 3200 Campbell Street. Dale's Tire and Retreading. First Gold Gaming Resort offers the best concert packages to every show at Deadwood Mountain Grand, including one night's lodging at First Gold, a pair of prime seats to the show, two breakfast entrees the following morning in our Horseshoe Restaurant, $40 in promo play, and transportation to and from First Gold and Deadwood Mountain Grand. Book your concert package today by calling 800-274-1876. Plus, don't miss First Gold's annual Thanksgiving buffet from 11 a.m. till 8 p.m. Thanksgiving Day. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love the unique ways other countries compliment their chefs. In France, they say, magnifique. In Italy, delizioso. And in many parts of the world, it's a compliment to belch. Don't try that at home, kids. But at Pizza Ranch, we keep hearing the same thing over and over again when guests bite into our pizza. Mmm, mmm. Our famous chicken. Mmm, mmm. And all the favorites on our buffet. Mmm, mmm. We're beginning to think you're all trying to tell us something. We'll take that as a compliment. Pizza Ranch. Mmm, mmm. Broadcasting from the Anytime Auto Sales, Service, and Detail Studio. Sales, service, and side-by-sides. This is Fox Sports Rapid City. All right, Thursday on the Nate Brown Show, it's who's hot and who's not time. It is who's hot and who's not time to wrap up the program tonight. Brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. You know the Pizza Ranch. Rapid City, two locations now. South Rapid City, also north off I-90 behind Sam's Club there. Pizza Ranch Buffet open daily 11 to 8. Everything on the buffet you need. The best buffet in town by far. Then you got carryout delivery and the deals online. PizzaRanch.com. PizzaRanch.com. Locally owned and operated. Two locations for the Pizza Ranch. Oh, who's hot and who's not on the Nate Brown Show? Let's go with this. Okay, the uh, MVPs just got announced in Major League Baseball today. 
I know it did take some while. It's November. MVPs just got announced in Major League Baseball. Why am I telling you this? Because in my who's hot category, this guy's going to win win the biggest bet on these types of bets this year. This is the biggest bet, and it's the biggest win. So National League MVP was Bryce Harper. Philadelphia Phillies, Bryce Harper wins his second MVP. And here's where the win comes in. There was a guy who walked into the Caesars Sportsbook in Nevada. He walked in in March, and he placed down thirty grand on Shohei Otani to win the AL MVP. Shohei Otani, the pitcher, hitter, the phenom. Would you? That's thirty grand. The odds were thirty to one. He bet thirty grand. Who just won the AL MVP this afternoon? Shohei Otani. The better at Caesar Sportsbook puts down thirty grand. He walks away with just under a million, just, just nine hundred grand today. Book it, Dano. Book it. Um, in our Pizza Ranch, who's not category? A couple of things here. I want to touch on before we go. The Omaha Lancers. That's a USHL hockey team. USHL. That's Sioux Falls Stampede. That's that's a good league, right? The Omaha Lancers players threatening to boycott this weekend's games. There's a, it, It's just all in disarray. The players are saying there's been budget cuts, not normal of, of a team like this. One player had to buy his own hockey stick. They've cut out video software to scout other teams. These are all the things going on. The head coach, who was just hired four months ago, moved from New York to Omaha. He got pushed out. He got let go because he was like, hey, what, what's going on here? Omaha Lancers hockey. It's been successful. They have a good record this year. And now the president and the admin having some trouble with the player slash coach. Will the Omaha Lancers boycott the games this weekend? They say today they will. Um, Keep an eye on that. USHL Omaha Lancers hockey. In our Pizza Ranch, who's not category tonight as well? Last but not least, you all got mad at Tim Tebow for getting a chance to play tight end with the Jaguars, right? Everybody got so mad. Why, I can't believe it. I can't. Well, Tim's a specimen. He's a specimen. The Houston Texans just announced. I'm not kidding. The Houston Texans just announced quarterback Jeff Driscoll. Yes, he played for the Broncos. Yeah, that Jeff Driscoll from last year for the Broncos. Quarterback Jeff Driscoll moving to tight end. Jeff Driscoll moving to tight end. Where's the outrage? Only here on the Nate Brown Show and my who's not. Thanks for listening. Have a great night tonight. We appreciate it. The Odd Couple coming up next on Fox Sports Rapid City.